welcome to another episode of Rolling Imperfection, the podcast for players and game masters to design perfect characters through imperfection. We cover all forms of game design, from interesting and engaging backstory creation to campaign and NPC development. Enjoy, remember to play what you love, and may your characters do something epic. Welcome to a special Rolling Imperfection, the podcast that makes your story-driven campaigns better. I'm Kevin. And I'm Steve. And I, don't, I think we're both a little disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. May as well just get it out of the way. I think this is a great book if you want just everything all in one place. You want to just hand someone something. Uh, I also think it's a good place that if you want the races slash ancestry, it makes a it makes several of them more prominent by kind of getting rid of the sub races thing. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we're talking about Mordekainen's Monsters of the Multiverse. Uh, wow, I did that without even looking at the name. Usually I stare at the mass of vowels in that, but <laughs> I think I've just said it so often. Yep. Uh, I think you're not alone considering that D&D Beyond just calls it Monsters of the Multiverse. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the, the title on the cover that I, I've already made says Monsters of the Multiverse, which the listeners are like, yeah, we, we saw it. It was, it was there. When, hopefully when you clicked on our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're like, oh yeah, duh. <laughs> actually, I don't, I don't even know. I don't really know how our podcast shows up on every podcatcher. So. Oh, that's true. I've only looked at a couple. So yeah. We start off here with the races, which are pretty much all reworked, except for fairies, who are broken. Um, if you if you don't get that joke, it's from back when fairies first came out in frickin', um God, what even book was that? Uh, Feywild. Something Feywild. <laughs> yeah. Um... And the Herringon, who we found out were kind of broken. <laughs> yeah. Well, potentially. You could break them. I didn't check. Are they, uh, are they still pretty good in this one? They're the same. The same? Both fairies oh, okay. and Herringon are exactly the same. And I think they're the only ones that are pretty much exactly the same. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah. I did I did a little bit of research. So, I apologize if it's slightly off. But, yeah. And then the rest kind of got redos, uh, re-establishing, and... Most things got a boost, <laughs> much to our friend uh, Monster's uh, disappointment. Shifter did not really get a boost. In fact, I think it got a nerf, but... Yeah, there yeah. are some nerfs here and there. Yeah, I, I mostly was pretty positive. Um, I like the addition of more spells that you can use, because I always love more options, you know? Uh, I do think it makes some of them, like, really good. Like, I think the Deep Gnome with the disguise self and the non-detection and the stealth and the save resists. I know the save resists, I'm pretty sure got a, got a little bit of a nerf uh, throughout the book, but I, I just feel like all of that makes for a really, really good like rogue <laughs> character. So yeah. Um, also some stuff like the Eladrin who were an elf sub race. Uh, now they can use their like face step ability. Um, basically at one time per their proficiency bonus so it makes it quite a bit more usable and a lot of them got the update of if it's a spell they can use their spell slots if they want to which is nice you know yeah um i mean like being able to 
use like the stuff that comes with your class as part of like your spell casting class, I feel like that's something that a lot of people just house rule in general because it just makes sense. It's like I know how to do this thing. It's innate to who I am. Why would I not be able to, you know, use my spell casting ability on that? Like, how does that even make any sense? Like, I couldn't do that before. So it's kind yeah, of like I mean, a no brainer. I, I mean, I think that was a general update in Tasha's uh, that pretty much everything can do that now. I think there are actually there's like one exception in this book that cannot do it. Um, but I'm blanking on which one that is. Yeah, uh, I guess. We don't get this book early, so just be aware that we've had this book for a very, like, a couple days when we're yeah. recording this. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hobgoblins got a buff in, like, the help action that they can do, uh, which is, I think, one of the better buffs in the game, or in the in the book. Uh, I, I do kind of wish uh, they... So they have an option, kind of like the seasonal option for the Eldrin, and I just kind of wish, bo wish both could like maybe rotate it. I guess that's too strong. I don't know. I felt like they could have made the races in more interesting, and they like half did and half didn't. It's very weird. Um, but I I might house rule something like uh, oh you can you know use health or use different help options or maybe as they get. Uh, higher level like at certain levels they get access or get to choose the next help option or something but yeah because they're they're kind of cool they're like temp hp uh increase walking speed or uh make a character harder to hit for the hobgoblin ones and it basically just activates whenever you use your little uh your your little gift so they're like kind of bonus and you use it once again a number of proficiency you know, whatever your proficiency bonus is that many times per long rest, basically. Hmm. Yeah, I do like the new, like, style of the help action. I was actually looking at that while, like, just messing around D&D &D Beyond with, like, other characters. Uh, Like, the Rogue Mastermind gets the ability to do that as well. They can cast, they or they can cast, they can use the help action as a bonus action, which is really cool to be able to tell someone, it's like, you, you get advantage. <laughs> yeah. Um... Very, and these very are little useful. additions. Yeah. Yeah. But like some of them, I'm just like, oh, well, I mean, I like this. Like looking at Hobgoblin, you know, like all these things, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, here's uh, your dark vision, your fey ancestry, your fey gift, your hospitality, your passage, your spite, your fortune of the many. And I go down to Kenku right below it. And it's just like, okay, um, expert duplication, <laughs> Kenku recall mimicry. Yep. That's the whole list. <laughs> I'm Classic. Like, I'm like, um,. I mean, could I got something else for some of these? They're like so short. Um, I know. I mean, like you also have to like equate like how good some of these abilities are with each other. But like, I'd argue that like you know, be able to give someone like advantage as a bonus action is really good just on your character in general. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I feel like there's like a balance thing between the different races still, which with all the adjustments, you would think that they'd be trying to do this in order to you know, make it so you can almost like roll a dice and pick a race and then pick a class and just be like, Oh, it's going to be good. You know, like I have a bunch of stuff. I'll be able to do all these things. And I don't see it for some of these. Like, I mean, the Kenku do get, give yourself advantage on a skill check. You have proficiency in number for the number of times per their proficiency bonus per long rest, basically. So that's nice. Um, 
Yeah, like Mimicry was really good. Like I had that when we were playing in Monsters game and it was uh, somewhat useful. I can't remember all the times I used it, but I think it was mostly we were doing our band thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Goblins got like a damage reduction, but they got some face stuff. Um, it's, It's a very interesting, but like a little bland, like a little bland update. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and in addition to that, <laughs> we only got one new monster. Uh, and Steve, yep. what is that monster? It is a dolphin. A magical dolphin. It is a magical dolphin. Which if you say magical dolphin around a lot of the players who have played with me for a while, we think uh, of one. you will get, you. <laughs> yeah, they will think of one specific magical shape-shifting dolphin because it was very random. <laughs> And it was very weird. Uh, but yeah, uh, this magical dolphin, I don't know if I want to go all the way. Into, sorry. I know I started a story there and I was like, do I want to go? Eh. Yeah, I know. I, I, don't... I, I... <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to say anything. I'm going to let you decide. <laughs> it's up to you if you want to go there. Look, look, look. He fell in love with a prominent NPC or semi-prominent NPC. Uh, and yeah, it's, uh, you know, it was a thing. But... <laughs> Everyone's like, a dolphin? I'm like, yeah, dolphin. They're like, you're weird. And not one of the cute dolphins either. Look up uh, Amazon Porpoise, I think. One of those. They look uglier than than like the bottlenose dolphin you're probably thinking of. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah, to get this dolphin who provides temp HP points and can teleport. And yeah, <laughs> that's <laughs> mostly it. He can multiple, he could slam you multiple times. Um, <laughs> Dazzling which, slam. Yeah. Which came out dirtier sounding than I wanted it to, but Did it? Yes, it did. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, that's so the rest of the monsters are from Volo's Guide and from Mordekainen's Tomb of Foes, which came out earlier. And yeah, it's uh it's like a fine list, but and some of them are uh, like tweaked. But yeah, it's not exactly a bunch of new content. This is mostly reprint, refresh type stuff, like we said at the start. Yep. Uh, but I don't know. I thought I'd go through a couple. I just went through them, and I was like, any of these going to catch my eye afresh? And the answer was, eh, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I, I looked at the Vegapygmies, which are basically mold that like takes over stuff. Which uh, is kind of cool because I had a uh, like a plant thing that could do that, like the like the fungus that takes over ant brains. Uh, I used that oh, as like a really yeah. cool yeah enemy, and it just reminded me of that. So um, make it like a zombie like thing was my my thought. Uh, wow, I didn't I, know you went into horrible horrible uh, deep like knowledge of like the dark side of mother nature to find inspiration for some of your stuff. You're a fucked up person. Dude, I read like swamp thing. I, I, I delve deep into the green, the red and the black. Jund? <laughs> uh, coming at it from two different angles. <laughs> um, I also, I also lolled at the bar guest. Uh, I feel like I always forget about this guy. He's basically a goblin who turns into a wolf or a wolf who turns into a goblin. Uh, <laughs> And I just like the idea of you fighting a bunch of goblins 
and then suddenly this one goblin turns into like this wolf and you're like it's that's how you do your boss fight it's like a bunch of goblins and like the goblin wolf honestly the little art behind it and he's just like yeah that's me (laughs) (laughs) i mean he he freaking like eats people like that's one of his abilities he freaking eats people so oh okay yeah yeah um I'm kind of doing these in order of my interest, by the way. So sorry for making you flip back and forth between the book. No, I just have all of them open. Oh, you're talking yeah, about the yeah, listener? Yeah. I'm talking about the listener if they have oh, a physical book. yeah. So flipping back to the A's, there's the Alkilith. Alkilith? Is that a pun? <laughs> it's got to be. It's got to be. Now I'm annoyed and don't want to have <laughs> noticed it. <laughs> it's like a demon fungus that like, it showed, what caught my eye was it like, Looks like the a picture window. Picture has like going around a window. It's the thing on the side of the window. Yeah, and it turns like window panes into like portals to other dimensions. And I feel like that's such a good way to start an adventure. Uh, although this is challenge eleven, so like your players won't actually be able to fight it at the start of your adventure unless it's like a, you know, me- medium high to high level campaign. <laughs> I mean, that could be um. A very like dark way to like start a campaign and end it. You could have it essentially be like the the last boss. You start everyone off at like a low ish level, and then they progress up to the point where they can actually fight it. But they have to go through this window pane, and then they have to fight it to go back home. Essentially, yeah, that'd be cool. So, and they have yeah. to kind of travel around to be able to to get strong enough to even go home. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that actually is something that'd be like a Stranger's Things type of. <laughs> Yeah, that is that is actually kind of cool. Yeah, um, yeah, I uh, I like things with false appearances, as you may have heard. Uh, go listen to our top five monsters because uh, a lot of our picks actually aren't in this book. But um, yeah, uh, it is. Uh, you know, they're fun. They're cool. Maybe give you give us some other ideas. Uh, but yeah, basically, I liked it. I liked it for the the temporal stuff and the false appearance stuff, the shape shifting stuff. Which I love, as you'll find out from that. Uh, also, tentacles. This thing has tentacles. So, you know, that's fun. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the last one I wanted to talk about, just to make Steve groan again. Uh, yeah. Is the Kirin. Like I said, I, I, I will only fight it if I can have a giant hammer, uh, a lance, or dual swords. That's it. Uh, that's it. So that is a Monster Hunter joke. Uh, Monster Hunter, the video game. Yeah. And uh, yeah, this Kirin can kind of basically do what the Kirin does in that, uh, which is kind of funny to me. And I don't know. I just think Kirins are cool because they are. Got like radiant attacks, move without provoking attack of opportunities. Some of the classic legendary resist. It has smite. It has smite. It has smite. It's good times. <laughs> what the fuck? This piece of shit. <laughs> it also wreaks havoc on ecosystems. Like it controls weather. It <laughs> makes things more aggressive in its territory. Uh, it purifies the water. Um, so it's it's a it's a pretty intense creature. And uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I have a fondness. I feel like I have to pick like kind of a a more standard but really cool like basic monster for each of my my picks. Because this is kind of my second top five monsters, although I just put the dolphin on there because, well, okay, admittedly I have used 
a dolphin hilariously before. Shape-shifting dolphins, guys. Shape-shifting dolphins. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. I don't really have, like, a list of picks, uh, unfortunately. Like, I was kind of going through this going, like, I don't... It's a lot I of demons. There's a lot of demons, and it's also a lot of, like, nothing, none of these, like, really stand out to me. Like, they have art for almost everything, and there's, like, it's, like, good art. Like, sometimes... It's one of the books that's like a non-colored like sketch or you get like a picture of it's just its face, but like nothing else. Uh, so it's nice to like actually have like a full body picture of like what some of these things look like. Like the only thing that like really stood out to me, like going through it was like just because of Stranger Things, there's a Demogorgon. <laughs> there's the Demogorgon. It doesn't yeah. look like on Stranger Things, but no, it doesn't. But um, it's a thing. It's there. And I was like, Cool. Okay, that's there. Um, it's got a lot of abilities. Um, uh, all right. <laughs> oh, it's challenge twenty six though. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's a it's a strong demo. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that. Um, yeah, yeah. I almost put Baphomet on mine, but I actually had an issue with the art. Uh, because you know we all know that the only like really really good quality Baphomets are the ones that have um uh boobs because. That that freaks out, you know. That freaks people out more. So what? Remember that, everybody. Give your Baphomet a, a rack. I don't even know what reference you're making. Nope. I will link a picture in <laughs> the description. Oh, content or, warning, I guess. Content <laughs> warning. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sad. The uh, uh, like some of the other like monsters didn't make it into this book i figured that they would you know why not just take the opportunity to put everything in here if you're gonna put like majority of them in there um true enough oh that one yeah it's it's the it's the most hilarious one like a torch or a flower growing out of its head i think it's a torch ah but yeah um i don't know uh underwhelming i mean useful but underwhelming overall yeah yeah i feel like we usually try to defend stuff but uh yeah, I mean, honestly, like, if they were going to go in, I mean, things that would change next time if, you know, like, if I got to, like, pitch to someone at Wizards what I thought about this book, uh, I'd probably, one, say, like, if you're going to put, like, majority of the monsters in there, just put all of them in there. Like, why not? Um, Just make it an encyclopedia of everything that's out there. Uh, And then for all the races, I would do the same, <laughs> in all honesty. And if you're going to balance them, balance everything. And give like some of the stuff that doesn't have you know access to certain things like more like oh they'll uh, never they'll never balance everything. I'm not saying that they I have mean, to balance it perfectly so that like it's like you know like a perfect scale. I'm just saying that like like as much as I like tieflings and I would I would love to like play a lot more tieflings in a lot of games, even though I'm the type of person that likes to diversify and do different things. Tieflings have like a lot of feats they get. They get like free spells. Uh, I mean we had that it was our first race that we picked for our like build a character episodes. So, uh, I mean, episode four <laughs> or yeah. So in perfecting a character, uh, one <laughs> in perfecting a character classic. Jesus. Yeah. But I don't know. It's like classes like that get a lot of stuff, but like there's some where I'm just like, or sorry, race, uh, races get a lot of stuff, but I'm just like, Oh, but this other one, you know, like it doesn't really get much. And like, it's more like if you're going to pick based on like the abilities that it gets, it's mostly just like niche. So unless you have like a very specific like build in mind for it, 
or you think it happens to look pretty neat, it's probably never going to get used otherwise. And I feel like they could just like change that so that's not necessarily the case. Because like there's a lot of cool looking races, but some of them are just like, wow, this one sucks compared to this other option I could do that would just make me like way better at the thing I want to do. Or fix like a problem my my character who's not good at social stuff can now do some social stuff so I'm not like useless outside of combat. Um, you know? Yeah, I feel like I feel like I could home like house rule or homebrew a lot of stuff from this, but like I, I think some creativity needs to go into it in order to make it really something, you know. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> also, I was talking about Cavalier before, or if that's getting cut to the end, whatever. Uh, Cavalier's mentioned somewhere in this episode. Figure it out. Uh, one more bounce, damn it. <laughs> Give me more cool <laughs> things to ride on. <laughs> There's a whole lot of like wizards? bipedal creatures. It's like, yeah, I could be on its shoulders like, you know, like a kid on his father's or mother's shoulders. Great. But can, can I just got, can I get some more like, you know, like two-legged things that run fast? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Got to ride that Kieran, Steve. Yeah, I gotta ride that Kieran. You said you're not gonna let me do that, but yeah. Um <laughs> uh, uh if you if you haven't bought the book, I would say I don't know if you necessarily need it unless you don't have any resources and you just wanna have a bunch of resources. You wanna buy only like a couple of books, you know, buy yeah, the player's I mean, handbook and then this. Yeah, Steve and I are mostly like digital players, so Yeah. Like if you just bought player's handbook, monster manual and um the master guide. The uh, the game master guide, yeah. Um Naturally, I'm the prominent GM and I forget the Game Master guy. Anyway, <laughs> uh, this would be a good one to pick up if you just want, like, you know, to limit the physical books and you don't have, like, Volos or the Tomb of Foes. But, yeah, other than that, eh, eh, probably not. Yeah. Um, but it does, you know, it's a nice compendium. True, true. As an Omnibus fan, I, uh, you know, I can't dismiss it entirely. Yeah, I think uh, this but, is probably a better material to have in physical form. Uh, like, I feel like this book is, like, really good for, like, just be like, oh, well, I need to prepare something for my session. And so I need to, like, choose monsters that I want to use. But I have no idea what monsters I want to use for my encounter that I'm going to have. So I need to figure something out. But I'm going to work. And, you know, it's not pandemic anymore, maybe. Knock on wood. I don't know if you hear me knocking on wood, but I knocked on wood. Uh, and you're actually driving to work. For once, uh, <laughs> I could see this being really good to you know pick up as a book and take it with you, um, and then like on your breaks or something you're flipping through it and just going like marking pages. You're like, oh, this one's really good. That one's really good. Like I feel like it'd be better as a physical book than digital, because I mean we have all the other content. So I mean, yeah, it, it's it's more of like a concise package of a bunch of stuff. So it's nice to go through like on the side. Yeah, I mean it, with a digital person too like if you hadn't digitally bought volos or the tomb of foes just buy this true. and you don't need to really buy them i That's think you'll, you'll be missing like six monsters maybe but yeah well thanks for listening uh i realize this is a brief episode uh we do have a significantly longer episode uh not our longest but it's a it's a good like 50 something minute episode uh that was released the day before this on our usual time on Thursday. So go back and check out episode 95. Uh, our, uh, what the heck was that one called? <laughs> I was about to ask you. <laughs> I've already forgotten. Episode uh, 95, using our favorite monsters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How can we not remember that one? 
Well, I was like, did we call it top five monsters? I can't oh. remember. See, my mind no, is just I... blanked out after work. I was just it's like, it's gone. <laughs> Whatever that episode was, I don't remember. <laughs> but yeah, uh, get your friends together. Have a monster filled night. Uh, have yourself a monster mash. Yeah, have yourself a monster mash. And until next time, may your characters do something epic. And I forget the first part of our thing. <laughs> I remember to Good play night, what everybody. you love. Play what you love. You know why you didn't remember it? Because we didn't love this book. Ooh, harsh. Um, Brut- yeah, brutal. A cutting critique. <laughs> I, w- I was going to say uh, because you did both the intro and the outro. Thank you. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, I was like, why is he doing it? <laughs> it's my brutal. turn. <laughs> brutal. Half this episode is going to be us, like, outro, like mess up stuff oh man (laughs) thank you for listening if you have any comments questions interjections queries notes formal challenges or suppositions please email us at roimperfection at gmail.com that's r-o-i-m-p-e-r f-e-c-t-i-o-n at symbol g m AIL.com or follow us on Twitter at ROImperfection or Instagram search ROImperfection. You can also visit our website at ROImperfection.com. If you enjoyed our work, leave us a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Have a great week, everybody. Imperfection at gmail.com if you can't see our wonderful covers you should you should you should check them out they're uh they're neat yeah different one for every episode yeah literally every episode <laughs> props to well you. I, no, no not literally every episode which one did every you reuse? episode every episode except for episode two and episode three i believe way at the start i thought you went back and redid those i know I did redid four because oh god the original was god awful. Oh, and I redid one. I think I redid zero and one, but no, I haven't gotten back around to two or three yet. Uh in time, in time. That we'll yeah. just re-record the episode and then make a whole new one anyway. So you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I you never know. Uh, anyway, this is not about our podcast. Nope. Well, I mean, it is. It's our podcast. I mean, yeah. But okay. It's, not, it's sort of about our podcast. Yeah, it's not the. <laughs>